the Club Cool Podcast. It's actually Club Cool After Dark today. <laughs> That's right, we're recording here. It's 8 p.m. Thursday, August 1st, and uh, we brought some treats right into the studio. First mm-hmm. time for this, you know? It's kind yeah. of happy hour setting. Yeah. It's hot as shit outside. It's almost the weekend. So uh, so I, I brought Phil a sour beer, mm-hmm. and I'm drinking a, uh, a St. Arnold Summer Pills. We should have waited to crack these. We should have. To get the sound effect yeah. on the mic. Oh, man. That's a really that – that's, 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 that's a good point. I'm your host, Barrett Dudley. Sitting across from me, of course, is uh, Dr. Phil. Hello. Hi. The doctor is in. What are your thoughts on Zoe uh, Kravitz – um, Michelob Ultra commercial where she's doing like the what is that called? I, I haven't even seen it. You, I don't even know about where this. people like make the sounds into the microphone and it's like a oh, thing. Oh, she's doing the the AS, ASMR. Yeah, you haven't seen that? It's not Zoe Kravitz, is it? Uh huh. Is it? Yeah. I thought it was like Cardi B. No, it's Zoe Kravitz. Cardi B, I'm sure did one too. <laughs> I, no. It gives me the creeps. The whole the whole movement, that whole thing. Yeah. Um. And then that commercial in particular. So, there you go. That's, we're going to kick it off with that. Okay. I mean, it's very relevant. That's that's uh, that's pop culture and, and Zoe Kravitz. Is I'm a huge fan of hers. Very stylish person. Her dad is Len Kravitz. So <laughs> One of the most stylish guys on the planet. I, I think that, she, you know, she and that commercial, probably hanging out right at the same place that we are. That is, of course, the intersection of style and pop culture. We've got a fun episode for you today. Uh, you know, I'm still feeling, it's just, it's the dog days, man. It's the dog days of summer. Today is August 1st. Along with the beginning of August came for real August weather. Oh, it's here, baby. I just, I just stopped to get gas. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it's 8, it's 8 p.m. And it was just hot as shit. And yeah. I looked at, it's still, it's still 96 degrees outside. Mm-hmm. Feels like 100. And that's, that's the true test. That's the true Austin test is like, once the weather gets to where it doesn't actually cool down in yeah. the evenings, that's when it's just really yeah, a struggle. You think you want to move here from California? Give yeah, it give it a whirl. Yeah, it's not good. Give it's it a whirl good. in the summertime. Yeah, and you know, I just now I'm, I'm driving down South Congress. I stopped at that uh at the at the gas station on Riverside. Things are going up. Soho House, Equinox, yeah. they're 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 the brick is on. The brick is on the building. I don't know if you noticed this. I haven't. I haven't seen it. Yeah. I, I did something really, really bougie, uh, which is I pre-joined Equinox. <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. Yeah. I, I did mean, you get your letters in for Soho House? No, because I, I, I haven't – I don't know how I feel about that yet. Like, I definitely want to be a part of it. I want to join. Mm-hmm. But I got to see what, how the cash shakes out, you know? Yeah. And also, I, I don't know, like, exactly what it requires to get in there. And, you know, I, I don't want to jump through, like, if it's, if, if it's easy, if I know a few people, if it's, like, pretty easy to get, like, recommended and, and you know, I, I've, I can can afford the monthly fee, which I'm almost positive you can write off. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a write-off, it's a, Barrett. It's a write-off. Yeah. And I've heard um, that the, the fee itself is not that astronomical. It's not bad. I, I want to say it's, like, 200 bucks a month or something. <laughs> Yeah. Which maybe it's two fifty, but for that nice of a social club, right? Prides itself on its pool, uh huh. And I mean, it's like a great place to like go do work and and get work and network. You know what I mean? <laughs> this is probably the douchiest thing we've ever talked about on this podcast. Oh, uh, that. Um, 
But you know, it's it's yeah, it's going to be interesting. Anyway, yeah. I, I'm just lifetime. I just I worked out. We had a little gap here in between in between day jobs and and recording this evening, and I worked out at Lifetime, and they just they really just screwed up my gym. What they do? It's just gross now. It's Ugh. just they like they cut some of the cleaning crew, and it's it it now they're it, they they're not paying attention to the locker rooms, even though they, they like quote unquote revamped them. I I took a quick shower. Dude, there some dude left his Band-Aid in there, man. Oh, dude, don't go in those showers. I, I, don't, I don't want to, but I wanted to get a little bit fresh, you know? Ugh. I didn't want to come in here all sweaty. Man, gym showers. I, I, I'm not speaking from experience because I've never stepped foot in one, but I've walked past them. I'm not even mad at the dude that, I mean, obviously nobody should be removing and then leaving their Band-Aids right. in a shared shower. But also, you got to be on top of that, man. The gym needs to be on top of the of, of keeping yeah. the showers fresh. Anyways, I have lots and lots of faith that Equinox is going to do better job at stuff like that because Equinox, much like myself, is all about vanity. So. <laughs> well, good luck. Let me know how it is. I will. I will. Um, let's see. What else do we have today to start things off? Oh, let's talk about Patreon. Um, if you love this podcast, if you love Phil, if you love me, if you love what we do here, go show us a little love. Patreon.com slash Club Cool. It's $2 a month to join and uh, and you know you get a little bit of a community, you get some some uh, some listicles from Phil and I. We do our monthly stuff we like on the internet that's under fifty dollars. Later this evening or tomorrow, we got about four days left of the Nordstrom anniversary sale, and I'm going to give you all a little bit of uh, a list of like the stuff that I'm paying attention to. And and if you want to jump in on that on the last few days, I'll, I'll give you my picks there. So you know it. it no promises on what comes on the Patreon, but but we like to to chat with you guys and and honestly, it's just it's it's a huge help from y'all. A little bit goes a really long way and allows us to continue putting on uh, this little podcast that could. And we are very 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 appreciative to to everybody that listens and especially to to those of you that have joined us there on the Patreon account. Let's see what else do we have on the docket today, Doctor Phil. Doctor Phil, how do you feel? About what do you have to say for yourself after making bad baby a thing? Okay, so I had to look that up, <laughs> dude. Bad she, baby is the Cash Me Outside girl. Yeah, who is I know now a semi-famous rapper. <laughs> Good for her, man. Good for her. I'm not gonna lie. There's a song that she has called "Go Bestie." No, which, yeah, it can't be good. It's 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 not good. It's not bad it, either. Yeah. It's very catchy <laughs> and it's kind it's kind of a banger. Well, Doctor Phil, I mean. He's created a lot of people's careers on that show. He has. You know, but hers being probably the most unlikely. Yeah. You would think that she'd come out of that and you'd never hear from her again, just crash and burn. But man, (laughs) she took full advantage. She really, really did. And good for her. I mean, yeah, that is somebody that took their 15 minutes of fame and really, really like made it work, made it last. I saw something on some channel. I think it may have been MTV. Uh and it was like her behind the scenes, like shooting a music video, and then they follow her around. And she's the exact, she is that person. That's yeah, not I mean, a character. I believe it. Yeah. I believe it. And even if, even if that was, if it's not really her, that's how she got famous. So she kind of has to do that, that right. bit, even if it's not really her. But I'm pretty sure it's just mostly her. Yeah. Well, her manager talked about how, a little bit about how they have to keep her in, like, they want her in certain clothes mm-hmm. to keep up that image. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyways, that's our notes on Bad Baby. 
We got a little bit of story time today. I got a couple things to just chat with you about and share. Uh, A new segment that was suggested by one of my good buddies, Thomas. He wanted us to talk about old trends. So I've got a new segment that might be a recurring thing. It's called Old Trend, New Trend. Mm -hmm. Because this, I just title segments very literally. (laughs) So we're going to talk about a couple of old trends. That's a good idea, though. I like that. And then talk about a new one. Mm Mm-hmm. And then at the end, we've got a, uh, a couple of TV things to talk about as well, just to, to hit on some pop culture stuff. Okay, uh, first, just story time. So if you follow us along on Instagram, at Club Cool Pod, then you have probably seen me posting a couple times recently about a brand called Rude. Uh, and Rude is, is they're up there in the, the category with like, I, I'd throw them in with, Fear of God and, and John Elliott and those kind of like yeah elevated basic slash streetwear slash designer brands that have a lot of kind of hype built around them as well. And a little more edge. And a little more edge, yeah. So there's a Rude, time, uh, Rude and Puma collaboration that we talked about either last week or the week before. He's also been teasing for many, many weeks now a couple of pair of Vans collaborations that it's safe to say we're very, very highly sought after. Like on Ruigi, the, the the creative director and owner and designer on his Instagram, like every single post that he makes, no matter what, there's just hundreds of comments that are like, drop the vans, drop the vans, drop the really? vans. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think we also mentioned this last week, but he released like a full on, like a full brand shoe. There was an $800 high top that like kind of looks like vans, kind of yeah. inspired by like a skate high. It's got that big metal piece on the front, mm-hmm. and they released 50 pairs of them at $800 a pop, <laughs> and they sold out in 30 seconds. That's crazy. And so people were like in their feelings about that, too, about how it, all the bots just picked them up, and nobody can actually get anything, mm-hmm. and he better not do this for the Vans, et cetera, et cetera. So he said he wanted to be the Vans to be for the kids, too. You know, he, So he's out there like saying the right things about, I'm going to try to get these to to the people, not to people that are, uh, you know, running programs on their computer. So there were a few ways to enter a raffle earlier this or late last week to get a pair of these vans. And the first one that was announced was to screen grab the black and white bold knee pair and post it on your Instagram feed. And so I did on Club Cool's feed. Mm Mm-hmm. And if and you had to tag root in it, so you can go see how many people did this. You can just start scrolling if you go to Rude's Instagram account, and then and that's R H U D E, and then just click on the you know post that they've been tagged in button and just start scrolling, and it's just endless. I mean, like God knows how many people posted this. Anyway, um, I, I won. <laughs> I, I got a pair. Ring the bell. Right, yeah. Um, this is. I th- I think I'm still kind of just in like general shock about this. This was such like a shot in the dark that I didn't even do it from my personal Instagram, and I I mean it was like a complete throwaway. Like it it I it made sense for Club Cool Pod Instagram because I post shit that I like and care about there, and it's mm-hmm. fashion based. And so I was like, well, I'll throw another pickup of these, and uh and then late late Sunday night. Early Monday morning, like one forty-five in the morning, uh, the, I got a, uh, a a DM from them, and it was like, "Hey, you won the opportunity to buy these at, at retail." Of course, it's at one forty-five a.m. 
That's so perfect. And so, I, well, I mean, I didn't see it until 10 a.m. the next morning. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah. So I've got that to look forward to. Dude, that is so wild. And like when, whenever Barrett texts me that this had occurred, the only text I got was just one text. And it said, "Dude, period." <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, what happened? What is coming next?" <laughs> so, um, yeah. Tell me, did I make? There were two pairs of these. Yeah. Did I make the right choice? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Absolutely. All right. And they're they're going to be much more wearable. I chose the black and white pair. Yeah. With the, which just has like a little bit of the black and white paisley trim mm-hmm. over the multicolored pair, which has like lo- which just, is basically paisley all over. Dude, those would have been unwearable. That's that's kind of what I thought. Like the black and white makes a lot of mm-hmm. sense for my wardrobe, easy to wear with like black jeans, which are all day in like the fall mm-hmm. and the winter. Um, they just made way more sense to me, and I like the I like the concept of the multicolors because they have like the 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 fold down back basically. Uh-huh. So you can kind of wear them like you can slip yeah. slip into them, which I think is pretty cool. But uh, yeah, I went I went black and white, and they've shipped. And oh man, we can't wait to see them. Should be here sometime soon. Now here here, I, I'm gonna have to break my own rule on this. Also, recently we talked about stuff that was overhyped, mm-hmm. and I I basically, you know, called out that anything that resells for like more than three or four times, it's retail value <laughs> is way overhyped and uh-huh. that's absurd. And so I'm now in a position where I'm going to have a shoe that is very very easily flippable for probably it, it, I would say at least 3 times its retail, which was 150. Absolutely. Have you checked to see what they're going for? So it's they're so limited and so narrowly released right now because they still haven't done like the full on web drop. Mm-hmm. That there aren't even like there's not even a full size run available on StockX, and so there aren't even really any sales to to gather uh-huh. the ballpark. The lowest offer for my size nine, like the lowest ask that somebody has put on there, is a thousand dollars. Whoa! But the, <laughs> but the highest bid is is like four forty or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So you imagine that the first sale will probably be somewhere in the middle, mm-hmm. somewhere around like six or seven hundred dollars. It depends on how many. They release, obviously, and then how many people are flooding the market with these. But the way that I won these makes it so much more personal. The fact that I, like, connect – like, the fact that Rude's Instagram was, like, in my DMs and that they wanted to get these two people instead of bots and – all the Instagram comments are just like flooded with like the kids that want them. I feel almost like a duty, like an obligation to hold on to these. You're right. Plus, it's a shoe that I actually do really, really like and think is very cool. Yeah, and the, here's the thing. You could wear these for like two years and still sell and them still, for a profit. Ex- yes. A big profit. Ex- yeah, that's pro- that's that's a good point. So anyway, I got to hold on to them. Um, you know, more to come on that. I'll obviously post pictures and, and – Try to grab a fit pick or something. God, it's so huge. But very, man. very exciting. I mean, I feel like this is like bigger than even winning something on the sneakers app. It is know? because think about it. You it, it like you said, it's a very personal connection that you have to make with them. They're not going to release them on some site and just hope that people can put their thumbprint down in time. Right. Right. Exactly. Like it's good. And when they do eventually release on Rude's website, it's like Shopify based, and according to the to the interwebs, that <laughs> means that like right like. 
if you don't even if you don't have a script or something that like autofills everything, you don't stand a chance. Yeah, because it's really really easy apparently to write bots for Shopify. Shopify, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's my that's my news for on the fashion front. Uh, also, late last week after the after we we recorded, um, I I posted a lot on our Instagram account about the Amy Leon door sale. And engagement was through the roof. Yeah, it was. Which was really, really exciting. Um, a lot of you guys, like, I, you know, I, I, I told y'all that I got the hiker shorts. They came in today. I have not tried them on yet. P.S. I have not gone to the website, but if you're still thinking about them, if there are still some sizes available. Some of you guys were telling me that they ran really small. I, I've not tried them on yet, so I'm not positive. But when I pulled them out of the box, the small, which is my regular size, looks like it's going to be just fine. Yeah, according to their size guide, the small I think is like a twenty-eight waist. I th- I think it says it's fifteen inches across. Uh huh. Which is and what kind of is it elastic? Yeah, and it's elastic. Yeah. So if that's the case, I mean, like fifteen is like perfect. Mm-hmm. Now it just depends if they measured properly. But that's a, that's a key thing here is if you do. Just get it. Everybody should. Everybody listening should have a soft tape measure. Yeah, in their nightstand or whatever. So you can pull out like your best pair of volley shorts or elastic waist shorts and measure the top of that, and then compare it to, yeah, the size guide on these websites and stuff. And 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 that's the best way to kind of to to tack down your size. And a lot of those size guides, I really don't trust. Yeah, it, it's it is hard to trust them. But in this case, I I'm I think I'm going to be glad that I did yeah. not try to size up. Uh, but yeah, we got the hiker squad out there because a lot of y'all were showing me that you were you were jumping on board. <laughs> Um, I, I almost gotta, jumped on board, but they were out of smalls. But yeah. I, I was I was late to the party. Yeah, I was late to the party for everything. I wanted to pull trig on their graphic tees, which I love. Yes, just about all of them. Yeah, and those were. I mean, they were out of everything. Our our boy Will DeFreeze has the one that I really really like, uh-huh. which is like the the kind of sketch of like a girl hanging yeah. towels on a clothesline. I think it was the it was called like spring. It was just like spring nineteen pocket, spring nineteen or, pocket, or yeah. whatever. Or no, it's just a graphic tee because that one is a front. Brand. It's on the front. Yeah, but that I think that one was sold out even before the sale. So. Well, um, yeah, I I didn't walk away with anything. Yeah, the one I the, I went out way on a limb. I a couple of months ago they released a long sleeve mesh t shirt, and I thought they were kind of tight, and they weren't like crazy expensive. Mm-hmm. And then with the forty percent off, I was just like, I'm gonna grab one of these. I'm gonna see what it's like. Anyways, and so. Do you have it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it. All, it all came today. I'll. Uh, <laughs> I want to see that. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna gather my thoughts. I'm gonna try everything on, and yeah. and, and we'll come back, or I'll I'll post on Instagram about about how everything went. Obviously, I want to know how everything worked out for you guys. The 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 relationship that I have with the listeners of the Club Cool podcast is just second to none. I have learned. You guys teach me a bunch. I, I hope that I teach you something. Just today. Just in the last week. I've like talked about the Air Max 120s with somebody. Uh, I talked about the somebody had like a you know an, like kind of a, a better experience with the Fear of God Essentials line, and we got to chat with him mm-hmm. about that. Uh, one of the listeners I I was talking today, he he got me onto this thing called I'm gonna butch, butcher the name here, but it's like have you ever heard of like uh, damn now I can't even now I can't even think of the it's like Bozu Zoku. It's a Japanese motorcycle and car trend that ended up influencing a lot of fashion stuff no i I, I can i I have a visual in my head of it's wild they like they they manipulate these cars to make them look like bad kits 
Oh, really? Yeah. So it, it, it'll be like, you ever seen a car that's like a, a Ferrari kit? Yes. It, it's like that, but the kits are even more exaggerated and like plasticky and big looking and funky looking and like massive spoilers and all this weird yeah. shit. But the original was like, Kind of doing similar stuff to motorcycles, and then it's influenced. Then, like mm-hmm. it, it because that's that spurred, you know, biker clubs and, and quote unquote biker gangs that got uniforms, and that's informed a lot of the stuff that you see from mm-hmm. from the Japanese brands that we've talked about a lot. So I'm gonna have to do a little bit of research, but we might have to to have a, a fuller segment on that. Anyways, it's just a lot of fun to hear from y'all. Love it when you guys respond to stuff that we put on the Instagram or ask us questions in the DMs or or post stuff on the Patreon. So I just wanted to uh, to encourage you guys to continue doing that. Anyways. Um, okay, let's jump in to our new segment, Old Trend, New Trend. So the the old the first old trend that I want to cover here is is the one that was suggested to us by my buddy. And it's a good one. It's uh it's the the late 90s and early 2000s urban hip-hop trend of wearing Iceberg and Platinum FUBU, <clears throat> both of which featured prominently large cartoon characters yeah. everywhere. Mm-hmm. So my first question is, did, do you remember this? Did this? Did you see any of this? Yes, I do recall. In high school? Yes. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. That I mean, I would think that you would have because it was like the hottest thing going. Yeah, now... Keep in mind that I wasn't in Houston like you. I was in a little baby town about an hour and a half southeast of you where trends tend to go to die. Okay, but that's still the the, uh, the Golden Triangle. It's still the Golden Triangle. Home of UGK. That's correct. I mean, that's Port Arthur, but, you know. Whatever, same all thing. All there. It's Port Arthur, Orange, and Beaumont, mm-hmm. right? Shouts to the Golden Triangle. Yeah. So I'm sure that there was still like there was enough influence there that you saw some of this. Of course, yeah, it was all. I mean, go to the mall. Yeah, yeah. But so I, one of the interesting things here is that I re, I remember that the the stuff with like all the Looney Tunes on it with like Snoopy yeah. and Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck and all that was Iceberg. What I did not realize is that like if you look up Iceberg, Iceberg is like considered a French fashion house. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. Not like a. Obviously not a kind of a, a, a heritage house like mm-hmm. Louis Vuitton or Lombin or Prada or anything, but it, it's a European fashion house, basically, that I think is still doing stuff. But they really <laughs> hit on something in the late 90s and early wow. 2000s. And Platinum FUBU then kind of did a did an iteration of that with all the Fat Albert characters on so, plastered all over their stuff. So it was Platinum FUBU is the official name of... I thought it was just FUBU. So FUBU is the... So Platinum FUBU was specifically like the sub... The the subline uh-huh. that worked in all the Fat Albert characters. Ah. Yes. Very nice. Yeah. So it, the, a, another interesting piece about this is that a couple a few seasons ago, we started seeing Gucci do all the, the Disney characters on their stuff. Mm-hmm. There were, they were doing stuff with Daffy Duck and... and Goofy, I think. And, <laughs> Did you get that new some, Goofy drop? You get that new Goofy drop? Uh, so it's clearly something that, like, Mickey Mouse pops up on stuff all, all the, time. the damn time. All the time. The, uh, what's his face? Ian Connor. Yeah. Who's yeah. The, the hype beast of all hype beasts, I guess. Or is he, like, the counter hype I don't beast? know what he is. Yeah, well, He's somewhere in between. He always posts, like, 
shit with Mickey Mouse and yeah. like these little sculptures that are apparently like really sought after. Okay. So it, it's it, wild. Uh, I think just even this past spring, Off White did a bunch of stuff with Bart Simpson. Yeah. Um, so this is like a it's it's certainly a a, a recurring thing that pops uh-huh. back into fashion, you know, intermittently. Um, when do we see a fashion house put Cartman on some high fashion stuff? I'm sure it's coming. I bet. I, it seems like it would. Everything will be done. Right. If you if you have anything in your head. It'll Did be I just done. hit on a golden idea? You may have. High fashion with Cartman and Kenny? <laughs> I don't know if it's a golden idea, but it's an idea. <laughs> <laughs> there are no bad ideas here in the clubhouse. Sometimes, it, but like, you know when you just see in like like a designer like flip something on its head and then suddenly it's like a really hot thing and it's like a trend. And you're like, like toe straps? I'm, I'm toe strap like for what, that's what Off-White's doing with the belts now. Those those oh, like oh, strappy yeah, 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 those yeah. are toe straps. Yes, that's what that's yes, like yes. after T O W. Yes, T O W, not like a T O. Yeah, yeah, yeah. S- something like, like what that. What the fuck? Like that yeah. turned into the hugest thing and still is. And then in and you just and then you're like, God, like why can't I think of stuff that's or awesome fireman's like that? outfits? <laughs> yeah, like yeah. W- with the reflective pieces sure, all sure. over it. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you know, maybe uh, maybe I'll just keep that one in my back pocket. It would obviously require getting Comedy Central's yeah. uh, approval and licensing and right. consent or whoever owns all of the the South Park stuff. Probably Matt Trey Parker and Matt Stone have a lot of a lot of say there. Well, we'll have them well. on the pod and we'll talk yeah, about it. Yeah, let's get them on the pod. That's yeah. a good idea. Um so I've got a Fubu story for you. This was pre-high school. So before I was really informed about Platinum Fubu, Iceberg, kind of more urban hip hop trends that like you know were predominantly worn by by the the black kids at school those you know definitely some white kids doing it too and uh when i was in sixth grade i really 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 wanted a fubu baseball jersey (laughs) (laughs) Um. i was i was at a private school so very sheltered did not have any real concept of like the larger world outside my mm-hmm. tiny little bubble bubble. And I just wanted a FUBU Jersey and I got one for my birthday or something. And I wore it as soon as I could on a free dress day, free dress day. Free oh dress my day. God. I yeah. forgot about that. So good. So uh, for like two hours, <laughs> I just thought I was like the hottest thing on the planet in this black, orange and blue FUBU baseball Jersey. And then I think somebody eventually came up to me and was like, you know what FUBU stands for, right? <laughs> for us, by us. And I was like, oh, and the, the whole mm-hmm. thing like started dawning on me. And I don't think I ever wore the FUBU jersey again. Oh. And I don't even know if that was like, I don't know if that was a thing. Like, I'm not sure that that was the intention is that, hey, kid, you shouldn't be wearing this brand. I don't even I don't even know if that's, you know, like how the brand was framed. But it certainly made me rethink the the choice and and. You know, just yeah. think about the image that I was presenting mm-hmm. by wearing this this uh, this FUBU baseball jersey. Um, I would later go on to make similar choices, though, when I had a large collection of throwback jerseys in high school. Yeah. So, you know. Well, those that's were, different. Yeah, uh, uh, of course. that. But, I, you know, I just picked up right where I left off. <laughs> um, obviously, those were far more broad and, and uh, a little bit more approachable. But I, I, you know, I still was, you know, if if it was in a rap music video, like I wanted to do it. Man, I would love to have seen that. I would love to have seen you in that. 
And I think you would have had a much tougher time had you shown up when you made your transition into public school. Well, the, the well, at, the throwback jerseys were at, were at my public high school. I know, but it yeah. wasn't a FUBU jersey. No, 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 no. That's true. That, you, would, you would have had some reaction. I probably would have caught some some looks, yeah. some some verbal words had I done that in high school. <laughs> <laughs> some verbal words. I hope so. Yeah, that would uh, tough. Yeah. Speaking of this kind of era of hip hop, I just also wanted to mention I came across on Spotify this playlist called Hip Hop Drive. Uh-huh. Which is pretty much all this, like a ton of songs and music from early mid two thousands, but not the stuff like Nelly Hot in Here. Uh huh. More like not Puff Daddy. It was some. Yeah, it would go into that, but it like like the big timer stuff and the Hot Boys and Shine. You remember Shine? S H Y N E. I don't think I do. Uh, there's a lot of good roots on there. Yeah. Anyway, it's a really really good playlist. That era of of uh, of rap and hip hop was is still just like awesome. Yeah, juvenile. Yes, yeah. It's mm-hmm. a lot of really good stuff to listen to. So check that out if you're on Spotify. Hip hop drive. Do they give any love to any of the Houston rappers? Um, no, because that kind of pre that's that's still pre like Mike Jones and Paul Wall. Yeah, There's, Fat Pat, uh, like Fat Pat no, and no, Big Mo. And... Uh, Want to be a baller? Lil Troy came on that playlist. Okay, yeah. So there's some of that. There's some of that. Oh, and like maybe like Lil Kiki Southside came on uh, nice. came on that playlist. <laughs> so there's 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 definitely some of that that kind of the hits that, that yeah that created like, the Houston rap scene. I really loved Big. Speaking Mo. of Lil Flip, and was Lil Flip. big on the Iceberg. Yeah, he talks about Iceberg in a lot of tracks. Mm-hmm. Flip. Um, so obviously, like Texas, Houston, it might have been an even bigger deal with that type of influence. What about South Park Mexicans? You ever listen to them? I, I loved South Park Mexican. <laughs> wiggy, wiggy, wiggy was like <laughs> yeah. I, I would or, yeah. or uh, and uh, what was the oh high so high uh huh high so high. I would and this you know just man nostalgia. God, I just remember like getting in the car after school yeah and like turning on the radio stations and just hoping that they would play high so high. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was good. Yeah, with, that was a good group. With very little concept of what that song was about. I'd love to know what happened to them. Well, SPM is in is in jail. Oh, they are. It's just one dude, or he is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, you gotta you you need to find an uh, an episode of Ross Bowen podcast where Ross talks about being in jail with SPM. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Did they have an interaction? Uh, or he just knew he was in there. I can't remember. I think they they I when Ross they in, like, was the, in the the in the, the clink. Holding, yeah, I think they were in like the same holding tank for a, for a night or two. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're gonna have to talk to him. See, about I this. thought it was a whole crew. No, 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 just one sense. guy. He's in, and I think he's in prison for like pretty much life because oh, bummer. He got high on PCP and committed sexual assault on a minor. High so high. So yeah, things came back to bite him in the ass. End so well for, for uh, for SPM there. Um, speaking of brands that that we just kind of have these these relationships with, uh, you recently were targeted on Instagram by Jinko Jeans. <laughs> That's which right. is another old trend that I would like to talk about. I'd love to. You know what I'd love to talk about is why I was targeted by them. Well, are they profiling me? They they are something about your follows and your and <laughs> and, and, and anything that you say. Out they loud. have. To, they must have. You would have had to have reached way back, way back into my past when I was rollerblading. So you weren't just like hanging out at the house, like talking to Ashley about how you were thinking about some new Jinko jeans. I could have been. <laughs> I could have been, but they showed up. Um, and I immediately, I didn't even think twice, click. 
I'm going in. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got to see what's going on in, in Jinka. Were you surprised at how expensive they were? Um, 130 bucks for the for the for their basic. Jinkas. That's a lot of denim, man. It is a lot. That's a good point. <laughs> a lot of material. A lot of material. Uh, yeah, on that. Uh, so on that cost of goods. Yeah, there, on the on the cogs list. I went. I went with the. Uh, I love the name of these jeans. The wide load. The, <laughs> the wide load thirties. Now, oh, so I was supposed to say how many inches are thirty, there? baby? The big 30. boys. Wow. Can wow. you imagine? I- <laughs> <laughs> honest to God, honest to God, if 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 the Jinko jeans were seventy five dollars, I would say yeah. that we need to get we we each need to get a pair. Right. If for nothing else than for an Instagram post or for a Halloween, for I mean anything. The, I, the, this is kind of crazy though because it feels like Jinko is actually trying to do something here. I know. Why are they buying uh, Instagram ads? ads? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm I'm. I'm mostly joking here, but a part of me gen- genuinely wants to like order a 26 inch <laughs> pair of pipes and just see, just, just see, see what yeah. it. They're 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 not terribly styled on the <laughs> guys and girls that are wearing them on the website. Well, I mean, it's a look. It's a look. Oh, it's a look. All right. I I, I just now I'm now I'm like I'm envisioning like let's say that. They come in the mail. The waist is fine, <laughs> but the length is a little too long. So you take those to like Ace Taylor's, and they're like, "What the fuck are these? We haven't seen a pair of these in yeah. twenty four. They years. don't. They wouldn't even know where to begin. You imagine how much that'll cost to get those things hemmed? It'd probably cost you like two hundred dollars. No, <laughs> I'd be like, I want the regular fifteen dollar price. It's a reg. I'm asking for a regular hem. Yeah, here. straight hem. Oh man. Um. If anybody has any old Jinkos laying around and you want to send us a photo of them, I'd love to see That's, how they look. Yeah, or just mail them to us. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a 28 waist. Um, send the pipes. So Jinkos, I was a little bit too young for Jinkos. Like, I remember kind of maybe wanting a pair. Mm-hmm. I had really good family friends. Uh, and, 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 you know, my, my, the kids that I was yeah. friends with in this family friend deal were like four years older than me and like seven years older than me or something yeah. like that so they were very much of the of the generation like they were early into like corn yeah like i got into corn uh at, on the follow the leader album when they were had hits on mtv's trl you know oh man they're still touring too so they were og corn fans and were kind of yeah. like into that 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 scene with like deftones and and all those bands like that, yeah. fans warped tour. So they definitely had Jinkos, and I think I was kind of jealous of them. So it's it's it, it's this it's just this thing. It was kind of like the Jordan Eleven Concords, where it's just like I so I rem, I rem, I so fondly remember wanting this piece of clothing that I still kind of have like that desire for fulfillment. Mm-hmm. I recall gonna... seeing guys wearing these um, around the the skating scene. Oh yeah, big in the skating scene. But Absolutely. I thought they looked like doofuses. Yeah, I really did. Was, I mean, I, at no point was I like, "Ooh, I gotta get some of those." Yeah. It, another good question here, though, is let's say like Jinkos. Let's say there was Instagram when Jinkos were trending. Right. Let's say Ian Connor is wearing Jinkos. Yeah. Like it's probably something. It's probably totally different. It's probably a hot trend. Like, well, perfect example with streetwear and fashion and 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 everything. That Ian and that whole crew ASAP. R.I.P. Like we got to get back to him. Like what is happening with <laughs> Dude, that? I, I, we'll save that. Yeah. Um, man, free ASAP. 
But that whole crew wears like the flame pants and like the the white camo and the orange camo, yeah, which are total trash. But they've made it a thing. They they have, and it's come completely back. They've played around with some of those super baggy pants like that too. Man, I just don't think that don't they've like gone those. all the way to the thirty inch Jinko pipes. <laughs> the wide loads. Give me will. the pipes, baby. The so, wide load. Wow. Yeah. Um. You know. Well, t- TBD on on whether Phil and I break the bank for for some Jinkos, or yeah. just see if we can mess around on eBay and, and grab a pair. We or might blow the whole Patreon. Um, maybe so on some Jinkos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the well, July July's Patreon fund just going let it rip straight to Jinkos. That's a good idea. Yeah. Okay, new trend that I want to talk about: neck wallets. <laughs> Just the, the the you saying that is just so stupid. I just posted on on our on the account about this picture of this dude wearing a neck wallet, and it just typing neck wallets made me mm-hmm. laugh. Yeah, I, you know, I, I've when you first t- I had not seen that. You know, I guarantee you I've seen it on the runway, and it, I just I look right past it because it's so ridiculous. But when I think of neck wallets, and when you type it into Google. It's nothing but like either lanyards for trade shows uh-huh. <laughs> or something you would wear like on the trail. Okay. Like it's yeah, an REI yeah. purchase. Yes. This is sure. an REI purchase. Well, so that's kind of what I wanted to talk about a little bit is like the origin of this. It, it's clearly it, – it's derivative of the popularity or, or or was spurred on by the popularity of like the chest rigs and the fanny packs and like wearing the cross-shoulder bags like mm-hmm. that. Like it's like, oh, people – I guess designers, you know, were and and brands were like, oh, hey, people like wearing things on their torso. Yeah, they want pockets and bags on their torso. So they're like, how about a neck wallet? But it, it's very much like something that you would wear on your two week vacation to Europe because you were nervous about getting pickpocketed. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's one step away from the travel uh, wallet, but make it fashion. Yeah, <laughs> it's one step away from the the belt. Wallet. Yes, yes, exactly, exactly. I mean, they're yeah. making clear luggage now that's hyped. That's true. That is true. It, the the I've I've spoken about a brand here on the pod that's that just recently started doing men's stuff, uh, Jacques Mew. Yeah, that's where that's where I for their first men's release for spring nineteen, they released a bunch of these like little circular zip wallets that had like big leather straps around them that you could wear around your neck. Mm-hmm. And they did. They really weren't doing it for me at all. And but now they, they've they've started popping up here, you know, more and more. And and I just have to rethink everything. I guess. I think that they're intended to be like a nod to something you're going to carry your drugs in. Mm. I mean, okay. other a than that, stash, yeah, stash piece because that that whole allure is kind of cool. Yeah, but yeah. like if you're if you're at a, at a dinner and the check comes and you're like one second. <laughs> And you start peeling off <laughs> shit out of your neck wallet. The the other thing is this is just once again like one of these trends that can only exist in a place in a city where you're like moving around and walking everywhere and like taking public transportation. Yeah. I, I, 
I sat at a desk for eight hours today. Mm-hmm. Like, what am I just going to wear my wallet around my neck? Yeah. I left it. I left for lunch because I went up to the domain to return something. Or do I just like grab my neck wallet and like throw it on like a necklace yes. as I get in the car and go up to the domain? Yes, that's exactly what you do. I, I, I mean, you know, it could be brilliant. It really could. No, it's total no. trash. Yeah, I think we're out. I think we're. I'm, I'm out on the neck wallet. I, I was out on fanny packs, and and then I just was forced to like them. <laughs> With this, I'm not going. I'm not going to succumb. Let's give it six months. Let's uh, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll touch, revisit. We'll, we'll revisit neck wallets in in about uh, in about six months. Hell, maybe only two months when ACL rolls around. That's what and, I was about to say. And you're and you're thinking about a fanny pack, uh-huh. but you don't want the bulk of a fanny pack, so you're like, I guarantee <laughs> you. Come back to this this episode when ACL. There's going to be guys out there in like short shorts, white tube socks. Throwback jerseys and neck wallets, one hundred percent. That's, that's yeah. and they'll be laughing at us because we'll have we all this have shit in our pockets. Yeah, like losing like stuff, dweebs. Yeah, with no neck wallets. <laughs> Man, I might be, I might be coming around on these. See, neck wallets. I, I'm telling you, the more you think about <laughs> it, the more you think about it. Um, uh, okay, so that'll do it for new segment, old trend, new trend. Give us feedback. Tell us if you liked it. Obviously, I, I, if you have an idea for an old trend that you'd like us to, to discuss here yeah. or a new trend, definitely let us know. Don't or, tell us if you didn't like it. We don't want to hear that. That's true. Only positive Only energy. positive reinforcement. Um, but definitely shoot us some ideas for other trends that, that we should include in our old trend, new trend <laughs> segment. <laughs> Copyright, trademark, 2019. <laughs> All right, Phil. Last thing I want to talk about today. I want to each take turn talk a little bit of TV, some TV that we've recently been watching. Love TV. You guys know, most of you, I'm sure, that I, I host another, I co-host another podcast called Oysters, Claims, and Cockles. It's all about TV and film. But there's just so much content that we, we'd have to record four podcasts a week over there to like discuss everything that's going on. So the stuff that kind of falls by the wayside, I like to bring up here. And uh, oh, quick question before we jump into the, the TV stuff. Have you seen, do you have plans on seeing Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? I have plans. Have the not seen it. Quentin Tarantino. Heard film. it's good. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So we'll, we'll probably, I'm going to go see it this weekend. We'll probably do a few minutes on it at some point if, if, you, yeah. if you're able to catch we'll, it. We'll get our pipes on and go out there. But definitely check out OCC. Uh, that that our, our, our full podcast about it is going to be, it's going to come out next week uh, through OCC's Patreon. Um, okay, so you have been watching a TV show that I've not yet started on HBO. It's called Years and Years. I, tell me about it because I really want to watch it. I've heard like I've basically heard like kind of what it's about a little bit, mm-hmm. but I'd like you to I'd like you to throw me a pitch here and and just kind of like fill us in, fill the audience in on what Years and Years is about and maybe why they sh- why we should give it a shot. Yeah, um, man, I'm on the spot here. So elevator pitch, Phil. <laughs> I would like to credit my parents, first of all, for turning us on to this show. Okay. We were in Beaumont last weekend, I think, and they showed us. Uh, it is set in the future like all good shows, you know. And so what's – all right. It, it's set in the future, but it's it's not what you're thinking, like just over the top. It's not Westworld. It's – no. Fuck no. It's not Westworld, <laughs> which is a great show. This is more of a realistic but – on it's just heightened a bit of all the shit that could happen if if nothing changes in in society i guess and and kind of like 
it gives you a view into what could happen, you know, with, for instance, it so touches we, on all these hot button issues, yeah. mass migration, climate change, um, nukes. But it's framed in a way that is like more approachable and like directly related, relatable to like today's culture. Right. For instance, one of the girls has like these implants put in her um, so that she no longer needs a cell phone. She no longer needs any sort of like actual hardware. It's all wired into her brain. So it's like it's kind of would you? it's like semi dystopian. Yeah. Because it doesn't because it it like brings it back down to slightly more realistic. It is because it's not and it's not everything is crazy. There's right. just a few things that are like, and oh, so it doesn't shit. go full black mirror, but no. kind of goes a little bit in that direction. It, it touches on a lot of technology stuff, for instance, the girl with the implants. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, that goes back to a, a 60 Minutes episode that I, I watched back in, like, I think it was 2010. And they had on Martin Cooper, who was the inventor of the cell phone. Mm-hmm. And they asked him what is next, like, in technology, since he, you know, has this great mind. And he's like, it's implants. They're going to put a wafer behind your ear, mm-hmm. and you're going to say, call Barrett Dudley, and you're not picking up anything. It's going directly into your, your ear, um, <clears throat> which is scary as shit. Mm-hmm. But the show itself, um, now we're not fully caught up, by the way. We okay. still have a few episodes. but That's fine. That's uh, good. Highly recommend, especially because it's on HBO, so you know it's going to be done correctly. Yes. It's shot really nice, um, great acting. And that's the thing. I, I usually am up on my HBO stuff. I just, yeah. this, is, this one has... has, has... Slipped through the cracks a little bit just with, with everything, with Big Little Lies and Euphoria and, and that I want to watch Euphoria, too. I've heard a it's lot of It's very things. interesting. Give it a, Euphoria, you got to give at least three episodes. Pretty dark? Yes. That's okay. And, and the first two episodes are you're kind of like, I don't know about this. <laughs> yeah, but it gets better. Yeah. All right, good. Well, yeah, I would, I would recommend years and years if you're looking to uh, Yeah, hopefully, a... hopefully we can start that soon, and, then, mm-hmm. and maybe we'll touch base on it once we've both finished the season or something. Uh, because I know that that is one that is not over on our list at uh, at Oysters, Clams, and Cockles. Okay, um, I, I'm gonna dumb it down a bit here because I, I got to talk a little bit about this the the finale of this Bachelorette season. Oh, great! Are you familiar at all? Or are you completely in the dark about what's happened? I, I let me. Uh, I'm gonna take a stab at it. That I know. Let me guess. She got to the final episode. There's two guys. She can't make up her mind. Somebody threatens to quit. There's a big scene and then they make it seem like so real like she's so in love with both of these guys and she can't make up her mind. no 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 see okay see this is this is why the most recent seasons of the bachelor and the bachelorette have been very very entertaining with the bat with the most recent season of the bachelor i didn't think colton's season was great as a whole the ending was fantastic and hannah's was sad but also fantastic because in both cases, very real things have happened. Neither of these seasons, also spoiler alert, if if for some reason you have not caught up, I'm sure that everybody that is watching the show has at this point. Um, Neither ended with your typical bachelor, bachelorette, sappy proposal, we're the happy couple, we're going on to do a bunch of appearances and stay together for somewhere in between eight months and 24 months and then we'll break up you know yeah amicably and we'll have made a bunch of money and done our thing and both extended our periods of fame for as long as we could have yeah that has not happened in either case wow and with hannah's it was it was 
really, really interesting because it was essentially the the culmination, it was the fallout of what The Bachelor and The Bachelorette has created, the world that it has created, the fame that it has created for the people that go on the show, which in turn has drawn out more and more and more and more people that not only do they like have maybe some small inkling of like wanting to be famous, but they are actively attempting to get on the show to promote themselves in their career. Yeah. They, they, they know that this means hundreds of thousands of Instagram followers. They know that this is like financially beneficial and great for your post bachelor, bachelorette career mm-hmm. as an influencer or a musician or an actor or whatever it is that, that you think that you can be after this. <laughs> and so Hannah ends up choosing a guy that had acknowledged earlier in the season that he came on The Bachelorette to promote his music career. Oh, he's a, nice. He's a singer-songwriter out of Nashville. <laughs> the thing is, <laughs> and this all started getting exposed before the finale, before we knew that she actually picked this guy, but he was dating and sleeping with this girl up until the night before he left for the show, texting her that he loved her, leaving her sweet notes, talking about how this was going to be beneficial for both of them in the long run and that when he was finally like and that he was just going to do it for the career and then he'd be back all this stuff and this is who Hannah chose and got engaged to in the final episode. how did they find all these texts because the girl the 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 you know yeah the uh, the spurned woman outed him she she called up people magazine and was like yo I got a story for y'all <laughs> and she had the receipts, text messages, the note, everything. So this dude got hardcore exposed for being essentially a liar. Where did they, they did they expose him at like the little reunion show? So they so so because this all started coming out, obviously like once the show had already been filmed, in the finale we get to see kind of the fallout between Hannah and Jed. And like, you know, they obviously they're going to film all this, but this was happening, I don't know, a month ago or so, mm-hmm. something like that. Anyway, she breaks up with him, which is also good to see that she doesn't like try to forgive him in this uh, in this effort to like make it a happy ending and uh, and is is single now. It didn't work out. She needs to do another season it, that. Well, that's obviously probably going to be something that they talk about with her, because for me, for, for my money, she was. I've watched three or four seasons of The Bachelorette now, and by far my favorite. Really? Yeah. She, like, she is. She's the most entertaining, the most fun, the most cut and dry, the most willing to say what's on her mind. Mm-hmm. And that's been, and, and it's it's been awesome. And I just, I like that the show is now willing to go to these places where they actually deal with, like, the real things that the show has kind of, like, created within its own bubble. They're going to have to because that storyline is exactly. just it's played out. Anyways, I, I just I, I had to get out some thoughts on this. Uh, my, my one other thing, my my kind of my my one big thing, Scott Van Pelt. The, the first part of what Jed did, Jed was obviously very, very slimy about the whole thing. And because this chick had like the receipts of like where he was actively telling her that this was that he loved her and that this was for career and that he was going to be back. That's not good. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. But having a girlfriend or boyfriend before you get cast on the show 
and then ditching that person to go on the show should not disqualify you from being a good suitor for the lead of the show. Like, if you want to go on the show and if your relationship with whoever is so weak that you get the opportunity to go be famous and you're like, all right, see ya. Yeah. Like, that relationship wasn't very good in the first place. Right. There's So I just – the that – that this is something that's obviously going to happen more and more and more and more is that people are going to be coming out of the woodwork now to be like no I was dating him I was dating him I was dating her I was dating her like she she left me the night before she was flying off to shoot the show and it's like this is this is going to like what I'm trying to say is that that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You if if they're going to they film choosing, a show they that, are choosing that, fame yeah. and a new career path uh-huh. over your ass <laughs> which means that there wasn't a whole lot of love there to begin with the relationship wasn't something worth sacrificing or sticking around for and so we just need to get over that like because these are all young attractive people like they're all i'm sure dating before they go on the show of course but you know so Actors go into roles where they're supposed to be the love interest, and they're falling in love with somebody, and they're not. And then after the show wraps, they're back into their marriage. I mean, yeah, which is uh, wild. It is wild, but like, I guarantee you, this isn't the first time. It's just the first time this dude's somebody's been caught. Yes, you know, a lot of these people are probably actors, right? They want to be. Yeah, they definitely want to be. And and I mean, that's the other that's the other piece about this is that I, I think that had this guy Jed been a little bit more honest and then also not made such a mess back home he could have he could have worked this because it's like yeah you say that you're going to come on the show for your career but as long as you're truthful about everything that was before then you can kind of turn it and maybe make it into a positive like but then i really actually did like fall in love with you and this became really real and really meaningful but he left such a such a mess and like even after the show even after he was engaged to hannah he was like hanging out with rando engaged girls his, he was hanging out with rando girls at his apartment throwing them in the pool wait like, wait so he proposed yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they do at the end of this show that's why i like that uh, like i feel bad for hannah because i feel like she kind of got robbed of the experience a little bit what a and show this also affects her financially now because she doesn't get like the larger couple's appearance fees so it, I don't know, dude. It, it, I think this is big for her. Well, it it's big for both of them. Long term, or, or not even long term. It, it it's it's okay for her. She's I think she's the most popular bachelorette in the show's history. Mm-hmm. She already has two million Instagram followers, which is like almost as much as nearly as much as JoJo, who I think was previously the most popular bachelorette, mm-hmm. and she was like three years ago. So she will surpass JoJo within before the end of the year. And uh, and I, I think that she's she'll figure out something to kind of use this situation to 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 make it profitable for. And himself. he could use it too, dude. He could be on all these little spinoff shows and be yeah. like the bad guy. Yeah, it's no, it's not a bad thing for him for a for a no name singer songwriter that had uh-huh. nothing going for him except for a jingle in a local dog food commercial. Hey, like this not is bad. yeah. He he it it will be Not fine bad. for him as well. Okay, thank you for humoring me, letting <laughs> me uh, speak to the Bachelorette. 
you know, it's just it's so much so much happens. Got in, uh, I've had nowhere to 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 speak to, your to, mind, to speak my mind, to get it out, <laughs> to let it all flow into the void. Man, what a what an ending. That's I, I'm kind of sorry I missed that. Yeah, yeah, it was. I'm telling you, it was like a. It, it was good. It was entertaining because I. It's my least favorite part of the show when it's just like. Oh. oh yeah, now we're the happy couple. We're engaged, even though we all know that like this couple is never going to last. Yeah, that, almost none of them do till their contract runs out, and then they just yes, break up. exactly. So when it's like something like legit happens, when something real happens, it's like, damn, okay, sweet. But what, what was it? The Bachelor last year, so where the, the dude jumped the fence and acted like he was quitting and all this stuff. Yes, and that was, was interesting too because he also did not end the show in an engagement, uh-huh. and he. <laughs> The 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 woman that he was probably going to pick got usurped by the other girl because the other girl was like, "I think I'm breaking up with you. I don't want to be here." And then he like he was he wanted what he couldn't have, and he, he and he had to have it. Mm-hmm. So he essentially ended the show with like, "I just want to date you. Please give me another chance to this other girl." Yeah. And he didn't even like he didn't. There was no there was no final there were. There were no, there's usually a rose ceremony with the final three. They kick one out, and then it's yeah. down to two. Uh-huh. And then, then they have like interactions with the final two. They break up with one. The other results in a proposal. For him, he was just like, "The show's over. Like I'm following Cassie. Like <laughs> this is who I want to be with. I she's said no to me, but I have to make this work. We're just going to keep dating." And that was that. The other two, the other two got bounced. Interesting. Yeah. So that was, you know, it was another pretty big wrinkle. Uh huh. And it's made the show better. We're going to have another spinoff show. It's just going to be Barrett explaining The Bachelor and Bachelorette <laughs> to me, the recent seasons. Yeah. Yeah. People will love that. They've been begging <laughs> for it. All right, Phil, man. That's all I got for today. All right. Glad to say my piece. Anything else for you? Uh, no, I'm, I'm happy to be here. Yeah. I, I love each and every one of you. Good. Follow good. me. Hey. I'm on Instagram too. I don't have two million followers, but you we're need, on our you way. Should. You should have two million. Okay, Peba tag. Phil's got custom rope hat on today for his fantasy football league, uh-huh. and I was already like itching for fantasy football, and now it's Ooh. just like, man, now it's really, now it's really setting in, and now I'm thinking that I, we, I maybe should get hats for our league too. Are you the commish? I'm the commish. Yeah. Second, two, just second. a couple commishes here. Are you the commish too? Oh yeah. Oh man, we run things, Barrett. Oh wow. Segment next week, being commissioned. <laughs> it's the best. We- it's the best weekend of the year. Do you agree? Of like the the draft? Yes. Yeah. If it all goes as planned, the the past few years we've had hurricanes just totally fuck us. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, either hurricanes or something. Um, so it looks like it's all coming together this year, and, and I couldn't be more excited. Mine is in two weekends, and I'm very very stoked. Same. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Golly, I'm getting excited right now. Definitely. All right, that's all the time we got for today. Thank you, cool kids. We will be back next week. Bye-bye. See ya.
All righty. All right. Wasn't bad, right? Mm-hmm. Right on time. 